You're listening to Clyde's Favorite Old-Time Radio, a podcast of the various genres of old-time radio, science fiction, comedy, mystery, horror, and historical broadcasts. Hello, MPIR listener. This is Clyde J. Kale. Thank you so much for listening to Mystery Play Internet Radio. In these trying times, I, as a podcaster and as the operator of Mystery Play Internet Radio, want to continue to provide some outstanding entertainment of old-time radio. However, coming up very soon, my annual server bills will come due. Please, if you have enjoyed the programming that Mystery Play Internet Radio provides, consider sending in a donation via PayPal. Go to www.mpir-otr.com and on the side menu, select the donations page. Again, that's www.mpir-otr.com and select the donation page. A donation of any amount be greatly appreciated you know that extra five dollars or ten dollars really adds up i want to continue broadcasting old time radio and continue to bring these outstanding shows to you maybe to help ease your mind again thank you so much for listening to mystery play internet radio good health to all from rexall From Hollywood, the Jimmy Durante Show. Yes, 10,000 Rexall drug stores who carry the complete line of top quality Rexall drug products bring you the Jimmy Durante Show with Peggy Lee, Arthur Treacher, Candy Candido, Roy Barbie and his orchestra, our Rexall sportscaster, Tommy Harmon, yours truly, Howard Petrie, and our special guest tonight, Mr. Charles Boyer. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Jimmy Durante, in person. You've got to start off each day with a song. Even when things go wrong Call for Santa Claus You feel better, you even look better I saw that petticoat first No, that's my petticoat It's my petticoat Oh, you beast, take that That was millions of women shoppers being pushed out of store windows all over the country Oh, gosh, Jimmy, you really take a chance when you get in one of those Christmas shopping crowds. How it is meddling with mayhem. The other day, I went into a department store, and I was pounded from pillar to post. Finally, I got caught in a multitude of women, and the next thing I knew, I was in the corset section with three sales girls lacing me up. <laughs> oh, gosh, Jim, what happened? Congratulate me, Howard. I'm now page 12 in the Sears Roebuck catalog. <laughs> While they were lacing me, I hummed holiday for strings. <laughs> well, what were you shopping for in the first place, Jimmy? One of the bare necessities of life, Howard. 
A pair of pajamas. I found myself on the sixth floor, and when I stepped into the elevator, that's when my troubles began. Well, what happened, Jim? I asked the elevator girl where I'd find the tops and bottoms of a pair of pajamas, and she said, well, you go down for the tops and up for the bottoms. But if you go up for the tops and find the bottoms down, then you should go down for the bottom, and you'll find the tops up. In which case, you should go down and wait for the bottoms to come up. So if you go up and wait for the tops to come down, or the bottoms will be the tops when the tops are the bottoms when they come up. And then the bottoms will be down when the tops and the tops will be at the bottoms when the bottoms come up. Oh. <laughs> well, tell me something, Jim. Did you finally get the pajamas? I won't say, but it's going to be awfully chilly when I go out to get the milk in the morning. <laughs> Ah, oh, gee, I guess you're just about the busiest fellow in town, Jim. Indubitably, Howard, indubitably, to quote myself. <laughs> Besides my work as aide to President Truman, who do you think was just chosen by Charles Boyer to appear in his new repertoire company? Gregory Peck? You missed the $1 question. Would you like to try for a new job? <laughs> you, you mean it, it was... Durante? Oh. I'm going to see Charles tonight where, uh... Come in. Blow the bugle, play along, Sam Fair. Falstaff Openshaw is back on the air. You know, you're putting on a little weight, Falstaff. Is that your stomach or is the big form meeting under your vest? <laughs> Enough of this falderal buffoon. I heard about your repertory theater and I have some Shakespearean rondelays that you might like to do. <laughs> have you heard, since he hit her in the mouth with the candelabra... She can't sing the words to Chababra, Chababra? <laughs> A clever piece of stupidity, but you see... What, I... lowbrow, I have more. Have you heard? <laughs> Grandmother's face turned a ghastly green when she lost her pay in the claw machine. Please, fat boy, I don't want to... Silence, maid, you're stifling the muse. Here is my masterpiece. Oscar is happy. In his eyes, there's a gleam. He was made third jerk on the tug-of-war team. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's the last straw. The interview is over, Mr. Open Pool Flagstaff. Egad. A slur on my character. I leave, my friend, and in the words of Longfellow, is that your nose or a sock full of jello? I'm surrounded by assassins. Ah, oh, there's no rest for the rapids. Hello. What's that? The Rose Bowl officials, because of my nose, you want to make me queen of the Rose Parade on New Year's Day? I accept with thanks. Goodbye. Jimmy, why should they make you queen of the Rose Parade just because of your nose? Huh? Where else can I find a queen that will bring her own float? My <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, Jimmy, you're really a popular guy. While you were on the phone, a young girl singer came in and said she wanted to work with you and Mr. Boyer. Jimmy, meet Cecilia. <laughs> My, what a strange, exotic type of beauty. Go ahead and speak up, Cecilia. How do you feel about singing with Jimmy Durant? <laughs> I'm feeling mighty low. She must be a very young girl. There's pablum in her mustache. <laughs> well, I have my music right here. Would you care to join me in a song? How can I refuse such beauty? Let's go! Does your mother know you're out, Cecilia? No. Does she know that I am about to steal you? No. My, oh my, 
when I look in your eyes, something tells me you and I should get together. How's about a little kiss, Cecilia? Well, just a kiss, Cecilia. Well, I'll tell you, I don't like your style. You keep brushing me all the time. Ah, oh, don't be that way, Cecilia. Come on, look into my eyes. Which part, the whites or the yolks? <laughs> well, you can't resist me any longer, Cecilia. Buckle up, I'm going to kiss you. There, how do you like that? Oh, your kisses show me clear. Down to my toes. <laughs> Why do me you keep on wasting time? Come on, Cecilia, say that you'll be fine. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Did you know that more than 2,000 different drug products carry the name Rexall? That's a big family indeed, and a highly respected one, too. For in millions of American homes, the familiar name Rexall has come to mean the utmost in quality, purity, and reliability. So for any and for all of your drug needs, always buy Rexall. Have confidence in what that name means. Quality, purity, and reliability in drug products. Get them at Rexall drugstores throughout the nation where 25% of America buys its drug needs. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Good health to all from Rexall. Mr. Durante, sir, I am glad you're home. This is no time for pleasantries, preacher. It's getting late. I want you to lay out my clothes for my visit to Charles Boyer. I'm wearing my purple barrette, my orange sport coat, my pink shirt, my socks with the yellow and green stripes, and my lavender pants. <laughs> Are you wearing your black shoes, sir? What, look conspicuous? <laughs> well, sir, everything is ready. I've ironed your linen. Did you do my shorts yet? No, I'm saving them till later, sir. I like my hand to be steady when I'm working on lace. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Calabash gave me the ones with the little pocket for sachet. <laughs> but let's get busy, Treacher. I don't want to keep Mr. Boyer waiting. I hope he doesn't suspect about me and ignorant Bergman. Well, I'd love to help you, sir, but you see, I sort of wanted to pick up some extra money for Christmas. So tonight, I, I, I'm a babysitter. <laughs> babysitter? Yes, here's the little tyke right here. <laughs> <laughs> a in. <babying laughs> A baby in Durani's house, but I'm an eligible bachelor. This could ruin my amateur standards. Oh, but look at the cute little tots, sir. Why we even talk together? Listen. Thank you, F.P. Boom of Lexington, Kentucky. Teacher, you don't know anything about babies. Do you know how to apply infants unmentionable? Oh, of course. So just watch me. Now, you take this corner of the diaper and fold it over there. Then you take this other corner and you fix it around the leg like this with this big safety pin. There. Now, how does that look? Looks all right on me, but how is it going to look on the baby? <laughs> 
I feel like Mahatma Grandi. <laughs> oh, 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 look, sir. I think the baby likes you. He's smiling. He's a cute little rascal. Hello, little baby. Coo. Come on, little baby. Coo. What do you think of your Uncle Jimmy? This kid brought his own rider. <laughs> but, Treacher, this is silly. I'm going to be late for my appointment. All right, sir, but just help me bathe the tot first, will you? Here, we'll put him in the Bendix washer. All right, here goes. I'll throw the switch. There. Well, little baby, how do you feel after your bath in the washing machine? Don't you stand there. Ring me This kid is waterlogged. But, Treacher, enough of this foul around. I'm off to meet Boyer. May I have your attention, please? Quiet on the stage, everybody. I'm delighted to see such a large turnout for these auditions. And now, may I introduce the director and producer of our repertory company, Mr. Charles Boyer. Thank you, thank you, everybody. Now we'll proceed at once with the audition. All right, mademoiselle. You will read for me first. Go ahead, please. Oh, so it's you. You've come back. How could you go and leave me when I was expecting a baby? <laughs> no, no, mademoiselle. You sound as if you were expecting a pickled herring from Sam's delicatessen. <laughs> I'll read it for you. Listen. Well, uh, what did you want to see me about, now, Mr... Now, don't, don't bother me, please. I'm busy. Now, listen to me, mademoiselle. How could you? How could you go and leave me when I was expecting a baby? Charles, I'm so happy for your congratulations. <laughs> Have a cigar. See, Mr. Hansi, am I glad to see you. Take five minutes for a smoke, everybody. Jimmy, you look wonderful, mon cher. Monsieur Charles and Monsieur Squawky Maldemer. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been good if I'd have read it right. <laughs> it would have been perfect if you hadn't said it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, you handsome scalawag, what is the secret of your charm? Well, perhaps it's the way I dress. Come see, come saw. Call it studied callousness. I get up in the morning, dress immaculately. Then I move my tie off center, let one sock drop, move two hairs out of place. Voila, callous Toretti. <laughs> but, monsieur... To coin a phrase, what's the secret of your charm? Well, uh, I get up in the morning, dress immaculately, go Christmas shopping during the rush hour at Woolworth. Voila, sloppy boyie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Charlie, you're pulling my leg. Why, in the movie magazines, they refer to you as the quintessence of romanticism. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, you've been a clown too long. I have? Yes, that's why I want you to join my repertory company so you can play a romantic tragedy like uh, Cyrano de Bergerac. Me play Cyrano de Bergerac? That guy's got a big nose. <laughs> Do you think... <laughs> Do you think mine fits the part? Definitely. And take it off my shoulder. <laughs> Jimmy, you'll be magnificent as a romantic lover. Why, there is not a woman in the world who could resist you. If Miss Hush is listening, call me after the program. We'll go happies on the price. <laughs> Jimmy, forgive me for making suggestions to the master. But to be a success with women, my theory is to ignore them. 
I hold their hands and do not notice them. I take them in my arms and act as if they were not there. I kiss them and pay no attention to them. Oh, Mr. Boyer? Uh, yes, Miss Lee? Ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Peggy Lee. Welcome back, Peggy. Believe me, we're happy that you're well again. Well, thanks, Jimmy. Mademoiselle Lee, ravi de vous rencontrer. J'ai toujours pensé que vous étiez une des femmes les plus ravissantes de cette ville. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, Monsieur Boyer, vous qui passez ça me voir. Peggy, why don't you talk like that to me? All right, Jimmy. Parlez-moi des mots. Embrassez-moi. Well, it's better than cutting your finger with a knife and bleeding to death. <laughs> Would you favor us with a song, Miss Lee, while Mr. Durant and I rehearse our part for Cyrano de Bergerac? I'd be very happy to. I've been, oh yes, I've danced at your wedding. I've danced at your wedding. I've danced at your wedding. I'll have a wonderful time. I'll drink. To your father, I'll drink to your mother, then I'll have another for all anxiety. I'll kiss all the bachelors, the young and old, and then I'll have myself another drink and kiss them all again. second story from the Rexall Laboratory. This chapter of the Rexall Quality Story might be called The Sealed Room. But there's no mystery here, no overtones of ghostly horror, but only the quiet, concentrated intensity of scientists at work to guard your health. The Sealed Room? You'll find it in the Rexall Control Laboratory, a glass-walled cubicle strictly off-limits to germs. In this disinfected room, the strength of antiseptics tested. The potency of some vitamins and other pains-taking highly accurate experiments are made. 
It's only one small part of the great Rexall Control Laboratory, but it contributes mightily to the meaning of that fact you know so well, that you can always depend on any product that bears the name Rexall. So for any and for all of your household drug needs, always buy Rexall at Rexall Drugstores everywhere. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall Identification. Good health to all from Rexall. Broadcasting direct from the Théâtre des Artistes, where we're about to witness Cyrano de Bergerac, starring Mr. Charles Boyer and Mr. James Durante. The story concerns Cyrano, who was hopelessly in love with the fair Roxanne. Hopelessly because of his gargantuan nose, played by Jimmy Durante. And now the house lights dim and the curtain rises. Kill, Kill him! Get him! Kill Cyrano! He Kill must Cyrano. Get get him him out. Out. Kill Cyrano! <laughs> Never! Take that, you vile! And up! And up! And up! Yes, run, you cowards, if you're still standing! Cyrano, are you all right? What happened? I was ambushed by a hundred of the geese's henchmen. Mondo, what exhilarating exercise! Twenty I smote with the sword in my right hand, thirty I slayed with the dagger in my left hand, and the other fifty? Yes? I stabbed with my nose! <laughs> oh, good old Cyrano! Oh, too bad I was late. I love a good fight. At the gymnasium, they tell me I have the best muscles in the group. They do? Yes. Pretty soon, they're going to transfer me to the men's class. <laughs> <laughs> this kid has the makings of another Dennis Day. <laughs> but, Chris, I bear happy tidings for you. Roxanne, the fairest flower in all France, loves you, not me. Alas, I was eliminated in the semifinals. Oh, Roxanne loves me. Why, I serenaded her last night beneath a balcony. Oh, she was so lovely. Her lustrous eyes shining, her heaving chest rising and falling to the romantic strains of bonga, bonga, bonga. I don't want to leave the conga. How do you like that, a French ink spot? Come, Cyrano. I go at once and ask for Roxanne's hand. Good, I'll help you mount your horse. Up you go. I'm up. I told you you couldn't wear elevator shoes. <laughs> Let's away. Look, Cyrano, Roxanne stands on her balcony. I'm lost. I can never win her. I have no wit, no poetry. What are you kicking about? I got no jokes. <laughs> but, Chris, you've already run Roxanne. I've been writing up passionate love letters and signing your name. Cyrano, what a beautiful gesture. Quick. Give me the letter. I'll read it to her. Ah, oh, Chris, I have waited so long. Kiss me. Wait. First, I will read the letter. Dear Roxanne, my poopsie, I do not deserve you. You are a peachy girl, a beautiful girl, and I ain't none of those things. I'm a boy. Yes. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't be so modest, Chris. Sometimes that's all that's required. <laughs> Beautiful letter. Read on. You are the epitome of pulchritudinousness. <laughs> and if you should leave me, it would be a catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's my boy who said that. Ah, <laughs> oh, what lovely words. Read on. Oh, why am I living? Why was I born? The sheep is in the meadow, the cow is in the corn. <laughs> This dialogue could bring back silent radio. And now, Chris, you may kiss my lily white hand. I will. Kiss your white hand, your wet hand, and your wooby wet wit. <laughs> oh, oh, my darling, this will be a night of love. I love you, Roxanne. I love you too, Chris. Again, I wind up with the morning papers. <laughs> the tragedy talks the romance of Chris and Roxanne. What a fate. To be called to battle on the night of his marriage. Hey, out that bridge. The enemy is coming through. I'll defend the moon. Cyrano, you defend the castle. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop everything. Don't move. Don't talk. Nobody say a word. Cyrano, what happened? I lost my place in the script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Here it is. On with the battle! Cyrano, my friend. Ah, oh, this is a black moment for us. Cyrano, Cyrano! Roxanne, what are you doing here? Oh, you're crying, my sweet. Here, let me wipe the tears from your lovely lashes. There. Thank you. Here's your handkerchief. Thank you. Oh, here's your lashes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, Chris. Cyrano is the one I really love. But Roxanne, how could you love anybody with a nose like this? But that is what I've always loved about you. Your nose. Your noble nose. How I love the way it waves majestically in the breeze. <laughs> ah, what a sweet moment is this. Roxanne loves me for my nose. Be careful, Cyrano. The enemy will see you. I cannot, but Roxanne's love I fear no man. I can hold my nose high again. <laughs> it's gone. I lose more noses that way. That leaves only me, Roxanne. Come, we'll be married. Farewell, Cyrano. Farewell, Cyrano. Wait a minute. What about my nose? I'll call the automobile club and have it towed in. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> Your Cyrano was magnifique. Much as gracious, monsieur. And now, don't laugh, boys. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Much as gracious, monsieur. And now maybe you can help me out. My publishing company's got a song, and if you'll sing it, it'll put another arch in your triumph. But <laughs> now, Jimmy. Pl I... Please, please, let me demonstrate. Chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat. But isn't that a little monotonous? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but wait, later it gets mediocre. <laughs> Someday the world will recognize this lovely thing. I know the day will come when Frank and Bing will sing. Frank and Bing will sing this? That's right. Brave man, I must get a French general to kiss him. <laughs> 
This is Howard Petrie again with the Rexall reminder for the Christmas season now at hand. This is the time of year when your Rexall drugger steps out of his traditional role and plays Santa Claus for millions of busy Christmas shoppers. Your Rexall drugstore is your most convenient Christmas shopping center with hundreds of different and original gifts. For that most important lady of all, see the exquisitely beautiful Caranome gift set sold only at Rexall drugstores. No woman could resist a colorful set of Caranome lipsticks with matching rouge or a lovely box of Caranome face powder and Caranome perfume. Make your Rexall drugstore gift headquarters for all your Christmas shopping this year. Touche, Professor Peekman, I'd like to add. I do my Christmas shopping at a Rexall store. What I want, they got, and a furthermore. Ombre Algo, he prefers them too. We buy Rexall, that's all. How do you do? Thanks, Charles Boyer, for coming over tonight. And next week's folks, Boris Karloff is going to be our guest. Before we close, we're going to get a little load down on one of the big football games this week from Tommy Harmon, famous player of the Los Angeles Rams. Tommy, tell us what goes with football situation this week. Well, Jim, our football schedule is getting a bit thin now with the exception of the bowl games, but this Saturday we have one more football natural for our Rexall forecast. The game between Notre Dame and Southern California will attract nationwide interest. Notre Dame, shooting for an undefeated and untied season, will be tackling the strongest team on the coast, Southern California. The experts have said that Notre Dame this year has only played good enough to win. At no time have they tried to shoot the work. Saturday, they will. The Irish have a dream football team coached by one of the finest college coaches to come down the pike in many a moon. How anyone can beat the Irish is hard to imagine, but don't underestimate the Trojans. Southern California has always played its best football game of the year against Notre Dame. My informants in South Bend tell me that Notre Dame has had a tough time practicing this week because of heavy snow, but I still think Notre Dame will win. I only hope that the Notre Dame boys don't bring along their clippings, though, because if they do, they're liable to find out that Southern California has little regard for newspaper talk. They only understand one language, the language of rock and sock football, a lingo that the Tro Trojans speak pretty well themselves. <laughs> Rexall for the night, folks. From Arthur Treacher, Peggy Lee, Roy Barney, yours truly, Howard Peterson. And Jimmy Durante, who says, Good night, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. <laughs> this program was produced and directed by Bill Cohen. Charles Boyer will soon be seen in the Enterprise production, Ask the Fire. Good help to all from Rexall. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.